0: Today's episode is the last business update of the year from me. You can probably hear I've got a bit of a husky voice. Yesterday was our mastermind and last mastermind of the year, followed by our Christmas social for our masterminders, for our one-to-one mentees, and for some of our property pals. 60 people in the Mowbray. It was an incredible evening, a really, really lovely way, a really special way to end the year. And I'm paying for it a little bit today, but I've very much been keeping my foot to the floor over the last few weeks. Today is my last Kind of day at work, really. I'm actually putting my out of office on today. I'll still be doing my usual podcast episodes up through and into the new year, but I'm turning off my emails and I'm just sort of going to be working on some strategic stuff, some high level, some reflective work, some planning, some goal setting. There's been quite a bit happening over the last few weeks. I've got some updates for you. So if you want to find out what that is, what's been going on, and what the sort of scene looks like going into the new year, then make sure you stick around. Please sit back, relax, and enjoy today's episode, the last business episode update of 2022. Hey guys, it's Andy here. Going to be getting back to the podcast in just a moment. But before we do, I want to tell you very quickly about the HMO Roadmap. Now, if you're serious about replacing your income, or perhaps you've already got a HMO portfolio that you want to scale up, then the HMO Roadmap really is your one stop shop. Inside the roadmap, you'll find a full 60 lesson course delivered by me, teaching you how to find more deals, how to fund more deals and raise private finance, how to refurbish great properties, how to fill them with great tenants that stay for longer, and how to manage your properties and tenants for the future. We've also got guest workshops added every single month. We've got new videos added every single week about all sorts of topics. We've got downloadable resources, cheat sheets, and swipe files to help you. We've got case studies from guests and community members who are doing incredible projects that you can learn from. And we've also built an application just for you that allows you to appraise and evaluate your deals, stack them side by side, and track the key metrics that are most important to you. To find out more, head to the hmoroadmap.co.uk now and come and join our incredible community of HMO property investors. Okay, welcome back. So today is the last business update of 2022. I'm not sure how many business updates I've done this year. It was something that I decided to start this year. I've really enjoyed doing it. And you guys tell me that you really enjoy these updates. So I'm going to continue them in the new year. And it's quite nice for me, actually, I get to just stop and pause every month or so and just sort of reflect and remind myself of what I've actually been doing over the course of the month. And it's actually quite nice. And I'd encourage you to do something similar because. You can see that marginal progress. Sometimes, you know, it's difficult day by day, week by week, even month by month, to really see much improvement and you know, many gains in your business. But actually, when you stop and really think about it, sometimes it's pretty clear. So today, I'm going to update you on a few things. I'm going to tell you where we've really ended the year in terms of the student lets and occupancy. I'm going to tell you about Hillside, the project that I've been working on, the five to six bed HMO. I'm pretty excited about that one. I'm going to tell you a little bit about the commercial Terezi developments and where those projects are up to at the minute and how things are looking going into the new year. And I've got some other bits and pieces to tell you. But yeah, I very much kept my foot to the floor. I think at this time of the year, everyone's sort of gearing up to go away for Christmas. So there seems to be that sort of additional bit of pressure. And for me, I do really like to just step away from my businesses and get out of the detail over the Christmas period. It's quiet. Um, Gem loves to watch sort of some TV and things like that. And I like to think, I like to reflect on how the year has gone. I like to get strategic and look ahead and start planning and update my forecasts and get a bit nerdy and geeky on the businesses. But I really enjoy the Christmas period for that. So that's what I'm going to be doing over the next couple of weeks. I'm actually going to turn my out of office on today. I'm going to sort of step away from my emails and really just sort of focus on the business as opposed to sort of working in the business. But what's been going on over the last couple of weeks, last few weeks? Well, the first thing I want to update you on, and the, the thing that I think I'm perhaps most pleased about being able to end the year in this way is where we've sort of concluded the year when it comes to our student let. So it used to be historically, I've been sort of doing this 12, 13, 14 years, and always I've had student lets in the portfolio. And it used to be the case that I would get everything let by Christmas. And of course, as the portfolio grew, that became more challenging. But this year, We've actually managed to achieve that, and the, the great thing about being able to do that is you can go into sort of this Christmas break and into the new year knowing that we don't have to do any more adverts and we don't have to do any more viewings. And because operationally that's a really big burden on me and the team, so to be able to get it all bagged away before Christmas is just brilliant. It means we can come back with a very clear deck. All we need to do is focus on actually progressing those tenancies, getting those tenancies, and that sort of the request for paperwork and information from the tenants moved forward and pushing it along and ultimately getting to a point where each of the tendencies is, is signed. But we've got deposits in for every single one of our student lets now, which is brilliant. That's a lovely, lovely way to finish the year. And actually, my staff really like that feeling as well, because they know that they're not coming back under a huge amount of pressure in January. Actually, they're coming back to progress things just to sort of get on top of the admin. And actually, over the Christmas period, we'll keep that ticking along. So that's a huge win, because actually, if you don't get it done before Christmas, it means you can come back in the new year. and. You can spend four to six weeks through January and into February. And so, yeah, even beyond there, still filling student properties. And of course, that all takes time. It takes a lot of resources. It costs money. It's expensive. So it's really, really nice. It gives me a lot of peace of mind going into the Christmas and sort of New Year break, knowing that we've completely let the student portfolio. Now, that's great in itself. But quite specifically, I want to tell you about last Friday. You might have seen me post on social media, but I've got some properties in Manchester and we kind of left six of them to advertise all at once and host almost almost block viewings if you like on one day these properties are sort of right next to each other so it works really well for us to do that but the trouble with certainly our properties in Manchester is that the market is so incredibly buoyant. I'm not sure if you've seen the news this year, but, you know, it's a, a lot of student homelessness. Essentially, it's not enough student accommodation in Manchester. So what this means is when we advertise our student properties, it goes bananas. I mean, I'm talking hundreds and hundreds of inquiries for every property. Now, I'm not complaining. that It's a great problem to have. It is certainly an issue. So There's a broader issue that we need to try and resolve in the, in the student market. But for us, it's a massive administrative burden, taking all those phone calls and dealing with every one of those inquiries and trying to do the right thing by everybody who applies. But of course, we can't actually host a viewing for every one of these people. And of course, we offer a lot of people viewing by the time they've made the decision, they've actually found something else and gone with something else. So it's very, very administratively sort of heavy. There's a lot to do getting all those people. Booking, giving them the information that they need, aligning them all in the diary, making sure that they actually turn up, hosting the viewings, making sure the properties are clean and tidy and the tenants in the houses now are aware that viewings are happening. Um, Sending the team over there to actually do the viewings. It's like this military operation, but we've got pretty good at it over the years. So anyway, last Friday, I sent Rob and Amy, my amazing PMs portfolio managers over to Manchester and they hosted all these viewings and it really was a military operation it was sort of every 10 minutes you know another group bang 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 and in a matter of two hours I was in the office on the phone with a computer at the bank and handling some of the the next steps information but really just sort of managing okay this group's taking the house their deposits in right I've confirmed we've received it in the bank relaying back to Rob and Amy saying right this one's gone that one's gone that one's gone but over a course of two hours we let six properties. And the cool thing about this is that that's incredibly efficient. That's a great way to be able to do it. But I just stepped back and thought about what we'd just done. That was sort of 230 grand's worth of rental income for the next academic year. So it takes us right through until July 2024. That is a pretty special place to be. I don't care what business you're in, you're having that sort of foresight that you've got security and deposits in for contracts that take you through and give you sort of generating you revenue over 18 months is a really really great place to be so really proud of the team really impressed by the way that they handled it as a a team how we've handled that and just a nice feeling knowing that we're going into the the new year with all of that tied up so that's what happened and that was it that was the last of our student lets this year we're literally done so unless i buy any more we bring any more on the books that's it what a great way to go into christmas and the new year. I can give you lots of advice and tips about that, perhaps not in today's episode, but if you've got any questions you want to ask about that and maybe how you can sort of run viewings and sort of get people signed up as efficiently as that, just come on over to the HMO community and ask some questions about it and I'll tell you exactly what we do do. So in other news, what else has been happening? Well, Hillside, my five to six bed HMO. This is the project that I've been working on for the last four or five months. I actually bought it in January. Remember, it had tenants in situ, bit of a state, but it was an existing HMO. It was the one where I converted the garage and there was some planning sort of issues. I was investigated, but it turned out not to need planning. It was all under PD. Anyway, a couple of weeks ago, I finished that project and I haven't actually shared the finished photos. I've shared a couple of sneak peeks, but just waiting for the final images to come back. But I am so, so, so proud of this project. For me, this was a real flagship project. I really got my teeth stuck into it. I enjoyed really getting into the design element and doing something quite special. And that's exactly what it is. I'm so proud of it. And I do think it is. I've done some pretty cool projects over the year. But for me, I think that this is definitely my best yet. So I'm really proud of it. The tenants moved in and I actually checked the tenants in myself. And they just were so excited. The smiles on all of their faces. Like they really were just sort of giddy kids just couldn't believe what they'd walked into. And bear in mind, the last time they saw it, it was a building site. So there was a huge amount of faith and trust that they put into me and my team to get it done and to be able to deliver it and to deliver it so well and continue to just sort of demonstrate and sort of challenge this narrative about about accommodation, student accommodation and poor standards, just you know, just to give them something absolutely amazing and be, be sort of so proud of it was a really lovely feeling. And then I literally shut the door and handed them the keys and that, and that was it. It's theirs and I probably won't go in until the new year now and when, when we have a look at it for the first time and do some inspections. But it went really, really well. So I've actually done a debrief episode on it. I'm not quite sure what day this is going to go live, but keep an eye because I'm actually going to share a full breakdown of the project. I'm going to go into the numbers what it's all cost me. I'm going to go into the refurb and tell you where I've spent the money. And I'm going to tell you exactly what the numbers look like at the back end. The actual performance, now it's finished and, and let out. So keep an eye out for that podcast if you're interested to find out the detail and know exactly what's sort of happening behind the scenes there. So that's really positive. Incredibly pleased. Another lovely project to bag away. That's something that I'm absolutely going to sit on for 20, 25 years. Really proud of that. Really pleased to have that one in my portfolio. Now, at the same time, obviously, our developments have been ticking over. So the workshop at Faversham, there's Poplar House, which is our four to six flat conversion, and then Cybernia Street, which is our commercial sort of factory to eight flats. So where are we at with them? Well, the workshop at Faversham, this is the one that's dragged out because we had a delay on the bricks. So finally the bricks came, and last week we actually finished it. It was a bit mad at the end, and really we put the pressure on, on the guys because the valuer was coming. The valuer is coming to give us our valuation for the term finance. There's a lot of cash left in that uh, final part of the project. It's really important now that we get it valued, get it financed and get some cash out and move on. And uh, the valuer came around on Friday. He gave us a valuation of 250. We, We wanted 275. I think it's a little bit stingy, to be honest. I don't think 275 was pushy at all, but it doesn't really matter anyway because actually with it being a single letter or something we'll use as an essay, we were always going to get stress tested on the, the rental income anyway. So actually, whether it was 275 or 300 or 250, it doesn't really matter. It was actually the rental income that was the most important to that. So we'll be able to take out what we wanted from that. We've got a pretty decent rate at about 4.5% on that project. Or is it 5%? Quite quite remember, but given what's going on at the minute, it's not too bad anyway. And there's certainly a, you know a very good margin for us to make and make some good money on it for the next five years. And it looks absolutely brilliant. Another cracking project, you know, having the portfolio, something I'm really proud of. Mark's done a superb job. Haven't shared any final photos of that yet because we haven't actually done them. But in the new year, I'll get hold of them. I'll share them. Keep an eye out because it looks absolutely brilliant. The crittle glass windows, floor to ceiling at the front, look absolutely wicked. So yeah, keep an eye out. But that's done. Boxed away and we can move on. Just get it up and running and get the rental income coming through. Hibernate Street then, the big one. The commercial factory to, to eight flats. So last time I went down was in November and we literally had to pretty much pull the roof down and pull it right down to ground level. We kept a couple of the walls up and we basically had to strap the building and then we rebuilt it predominantly from timber from the inside up. Now, I was meant to be back down there last week. Don't know if you saw all my stories, but on my way down, got onto the M1 just outside of Sheffield and there was a big accident on the motorway and I sat there for eight hours with Jamie in the car and we, we never made it down to Kent, unfortunately. But Mike and Mark, they managed to get down and so I, I got some updates from the guys and I got some pictures. Hibernia we're now top, up to roof level. The roof trusses are going on and I think by Christmas, certainly by the new year, we should have... The whole site watertight, which given the size of it, it's a 5,000 square foot project. That is fast. So I'm really, really pleased about that. And what we found that we weren't expecting is that the dormers at the top have given the the upper flats sea views, which is just spectacular. It really does look absolutely incredible. And it's a huge bonus for us because that's actually quite valuable. We'll almost definitely be using them as service accommodation throwing them into the Airbnb portfolio with some of our other stuff. So that's a huge win for us. So that's all moving incredibly quickly. I'm pleased to say no problems. We had a bit of an issue with the scaffold, didn't we, that slowed us down for a couple of weeks. I think we've pretty much recovered those two weeks we lost on site now. So, yeah, fingers crossed the weather stays reasonable for the guys to finish off that roof, and then we'll be absolutely cooking on gas. It'll be all inside. We'll be working on first fixing inside. So, yeah, I'll be down in January. Looking forward to updating you on, on that then. Now, Poplar House, that's our four to six flat conversion, that is moving along. The guys have been in, they've been sort of demoing everything, pulling out the walls, basically making the new footprint. So that's where we're at with that. Very much still sort of a cold building site, but they'll actually be now starting to stud out some of the new spaces where they need to. And that'll be happening over the Christmas holidays as well. So again, when I go down in January, we should have the new floor plan available to see we'll be able to walk around the flats as they're going to be so that's quite exciting but that's motoring along and not a huge amount else to update you on on that i suppose it's that kind of easy stage where it's predominantly just sort of heavy construction stuff we've got a few steels in to go in in the new year but there's not a huge number we've got a number of sort of lintels and and, new doorways and things like that to put in but it's from a structural point of view it's actually a fairly straightforward project so we should move really really quickly on that one so the last project to talk to you about today is st augustine this is our commercial building you know it's about five thousand square feet it's so ugly it's awful the ugliest building i've ever bought is in norwich and we bought it with some planning permission we didn't think the planning permission was that great and we got it for a real snip you might have seen on on my instagram i posted a video because actually jamie happened to be over at mine while the auction was happening so we actually filmed the auction i was watching it remotely and and we won it and We've been over the last sort of four or five weeks, we've been basically preparing for completion. Completion is actually next week. We've been raising the finance to buy it, which we've done. And at the same time, we've been finalising the plans that we're going to go back in with. Mark has drawn up an incredible scheme. Looks brilliant. It's a variation of what exists. So actually we're not going back in for full planning. We're going in for an amendment for a variation of what exists. That should allow us to retain what sort of the they previously did got approved in terms of like the size and the scope the rough footprint but actually certainly from an aesthetic point of view we didn't like it and we want to change that so we've sort of prepared something that looks we think a lot better that's going to go in for planning now and hopefully march time we should be in a position where we've got planning and we're ready to start the build obviously there's a lot of work to do between now and then there's you know we've actually got to get those plans approved we've actually got to you know get tenders and and things like that and all of our costs prepared so there's a huge amount of work to get ready for that, but it means that, you know, we're going to hopefully, fingers crossed, if all things go well, be starting the next project, the end of Q1, maybe early Q2 next year. So that's a nice sort of place to be going into the new year as well. Keep an eye out, I'll give you updates as they come. I'm sure in January I will have some updates and hopefully we've heard back from the as to sort of whether... You know, they they like it or not. Even if we've not had it approved, it'd be nice if we kind of got at least a, a steer from from the council. It doesn't have to go uh, out for consultation. That's one of the cool things about doing an amendment. It yeah, you know, it, it doesn't have to go out for public consultation again. So we'll see. I'll give you an update as they come. So in summary, with the commercial Theresi stuff, those three projects: Poplar, Hibernia, and then St Augustine. St Augustine's not going to be ready till two thousand and twenty-four. But Poplar and Hibernia, they'll be ready in sort of summer two thousand and twenty-three combined sort of total aggregate GDP if you like is around sort of four and a half million something like that total rent roll should be uh, 350 400,000 once they're they're up and running so yeah really exciting going into the new year with with these online already and yeah fingers crossed yeah everything continues to go to plan. So, aside from projects, what else has been going on? Well, in all honesty, the end of the year and into January is a little bit boring. There's a lot of admin for me. We happen to have a lot of our renewals in January. So, things like public liability and professional indemnity insurance, you know, they've all got to be renewed. And that means, like, going back through the paperwork and discussing with the brokers, car and van insurance for the business. It's Christmas and appraisals and things like bonuses for my team and all of that sort of stuff. There's some administrative work and preparation and things like that that need to be done. I've got some work that's been going on in the background sort of loan agreements and shareholder agreements and things like that. So a lot of admin that's just happening behind the scenes, not not like the really exciting stuff or the stuff that we'd even share much about, but it does actually take a lot of time. Important parts of the business, yeah, it's imperative, certainly you know, <laughs> insurances and things like that. So there's a lot of that been going on. And then at the roadmap, I've been planning some changes and some updates to the roadmap. I'm really excited about this. Now, I'm not sure exactly when they'll come alive and come online, but certainly one of the things that I'm really excited and and I'm ready to share with you is that for a long time, I love working, you know, my mentorship with people on an individual level. But the truth is there's only so much time that I've got. And actually, I'm probably not the best fit for everybody. And some of the people that I know and trust and have worked with over the years could be a better solution and a better option for some of our community members. So finally, what I've... And what we're about to set up is bringing some new mentors under the roadmap, which in January I'll be able to tell you a lot more about. I'm really, really excited. This is going to expand our offering. It's going to give you guys a huge amount more choice. So keep an eye out for that. And yeah, in January I think we should be able to release a bit more information about it. Of course, recently we just had, and this is why I've got the husky voice. Like I said, we had our last Mastermind of 2022. It was a really special mastermind not only because it's the end of the year and you know about half of the group is renewing and moving on and about half are are ready to sort of move on and do their own thing some of of our members have been on for sort of two to three years which is amazing but one of our members one of the struggles that they've had this year is is around funding they run a non-profit organization it's really quite special but they house a lot of tenants out of who come from from care and they are sort of supported and sort of almost funded by the government it is essentially a hmo model it's a quite a big business but it relies heavily on government funding and as you can imagine it's a difficult tenant demographic and the guys told us yesterday that a grant that they'd applied for and uh, had been working on throughout the course of the year finally came through a huge grant a transformative grant and that was a really really special moment occasionally these moments happen in the mastermind. It was so, so great to see and so great to be there to kind of share that moment with them. So that was wonderful. And then, of course, yeah, it was the last Mastermind of the year. We reviewed goals and we went back to January and looked at everything, you know, that everybody had set themselves. Where did we get to? What's gone well? What's not gone well? So really, really interesting, really, a really sort of a really fun and enjoyable Mastermind session. And, of course, we went over to the Mowbray and we had a big Christmas party with sort of 60 of you guys, sort of mentees, masterminders, some property pals. And that was just a whole lot of fun. So it was great. A really good way to cap off the year. It's actually a real privilege for me to be able to work with all of the people that I do. And it's a really special sort of occasion for me because it's nice just to be able to say some thank yous and sort of reflect on the year and the work with everybody. So that was awesome. And I guess the last thing, you know, is it's just moving into the new year. We've got only a couple of spaces left to give away for Mastermind 2023. We have made some final decisions on some of the members, and of course, we've got some renewals for next year, and we've just got two spaces to fill. So if you're listening to this and you've seen any of the stuff recently and you still haven't applied but want to, make sure you do go and apply. Head to the uk, and on there, if you go to the Level Up section, you'll see there's an area for Mastermind, and there's loads of information, loads of videos, loads of testimonials, and you can actually apply there, but get that in so we can see your application. And yeah, don't wait too long because we've only got a couple of spaces left and I know there are going to be a lot of people disappointed. It's a small program. It's intimate. It's the way we like to run it. But yeah, I'm already looking forward to getting started with a new group in 2023. And in fact, I'm just looking forward to 2023 already. I am going to make sure I stop and pause and enjoy a bit of a break over Christmas, but I'm already getting excited about the new year. And I think it's going to be a really interesting year with the way the economy is and you yeah, the way things are shaping up. So let's see. But that's how I'm feeling. So I wanted to end today on a really positive note. I'm feeling positive about everything. It's been a great year despite the challenges and there have been challenges. I think going into next year, there's a huge number of opportunities. Do the basics. Do them well. Do them consistently. You yeah, know, that's what I preach and that's what I try and do week in, week out, month in, month out. Try and do the same. But that is it for today's episode, guys. And that is it for me as far as my business updates are concerned this year. There are a couple of episodes to go this year, so don't switch off completely. Keep an ear out for them. And like I said, one of those is going to be a full breakdown, a complete debrief on Hillside. So if you want to know all the numbers on my latest HMO project, make sure you listen in to that episode. But for today, that's it. Don't forget that I'm on handover in the HMO community. So if you want to come and ask any questions about anything I've talked about in today's episode or anything that you're struggling with or Could do with a bit of advice or guidance on coming over to the HMO community to our free group on Facebook. Of course, if you're ready to level things up, if you want to get things in motion. If you want to start planning over the Christmas and New Year period, head over to the hmoroadmap.co.uk. Get yourself signed up either on the starter package or on, on the premium package. Start digesting all that content. Start taking advantage of all of that information, those resources and the case studies and the deal stack and everything that's in there that could help you next year get started and continuing to build your property business, whether it's scaling it up or systemizing it, whatever it is, we've got that information in the roadmap waiting for you. And of course... As I always ask at the end of each episode, if you've got 30 seconds to leave a very, very, very quick review of the show, please, please do. It really helps. It gives me that warm, fuzzy feeling inside. (laughs) It'd be nice to finish the year with a few more positive reviews. And just a final thank you for me for tuning in to all of my business updates and listen to me sometimes moan and groan about things, but, you know, also sharing the good things, the positive bits and the wins along the way. I hope you enjoy them and I hope you continue to listen in. But, yeah, I'll certainly be bringing you more updates on my business and what's going on in the new year. That's it for me. Don't forget that I'll be right back here in the very same place next week. So please join me then for another installment of the HMO podcast.